Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. And tonight I will be reviewing more of the stories from H.P. Lovecraft, The Complete Fiction. As always, you can find all the episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page. And that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. And um, the plan is to do a show tomorrow night, more paranormal news. Uh, I will make an announcement either way to let everyone know what's going on. Um, should be no problem, but uh, just in case. So, and then of course Saturday, uh, usual time, 8 p.m. Eastern, a friend of the show, Jen, and I will be talking about the Grim Reaper. Um, the folklore and then um, sightings uh, up until the modern day. So, that should be fun as well. And, um, and then I will be back on the regular schedule that very next day on Sunday for another week of shows. So um, I have four stories here to review tonight. Um, one of them in the middle is quite long, so we'll, um, I'll let you all know when we get to that one. Uh, and uh, I stopped there because the, there was... Two short ones, one long one, one short one, and then there's another long one again. So I thought this is uh, probably the best way to do it. So, um, and of course, this is um, this is like part eleven, I believe, of this whole series of these shows covering this book. Um, I think I'm getting closer. I think I maybe have another three to five parts to do to cover to get to the rest of that book. And then we'll um we'll get started on something else as well. So um so yeah, that's the plan for that. Um looking always looking for suggestions for books to read, um that have paranormal elements in them. If you all have any of those, I'd be uh, open to checking them out if I can. And uh then I can review them and we can go from there. So just thought about that. That might be good to uh put out there. So um, so yeah, thank you all for being here, and I will get to this first story here. Let's see here. So, um, this first one I'm going to talk about is a, um, it's, it's a short story called The Descendant, and again, these are all from H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, it's basically a story fragment, they say, somewhere here. Um, they ha there are some of those out there. Some of the stories I've read, um, I reviewed, turn out to be just fragments, so they don't really have complete endings necessarily, or they're meant to be more. And I can tell you for sure that that does happen. Um, I have an entire f folder of, of files that uh, are parts of stories that um, are not probably not ever going to be published because they just don't fit anything that else that I have in the works right now. 
But of course, I say that, and we'll see how it goes. But uh, so this story starts with a, a narrator, as a lot of times is the case. Um, it just doesn't always go into detail about who the narrator is, but it starts with him um, basically as he's passing away or dying, slowly dying, and he's um, he is staying in this inn. And uh, he happens to know another older man that's in the inn who has a, um, actually has a pet gray cat. And um, so, except the um, the man that's in this inn that the, the narrator is talking about um, looks older than he should, given his, how old he apparently claims to be, and is also terrified of the sound of church bells. Um, so, so apparently this story does, it's actually a, um, the story takes place a little ways before the narrator starts talking about it, so it's like a flashback kind of thing. Um, and this is about a point in, in the narrator's, um, uh, younger days, younger, earlier years. Uh, the narrator's name is Williams. And he um he's really curious about this this older man and um because he this older man appears to have uh knowledge that Williams is interested in. And it turns out that um this man with this cat in this inn is uh Lord Northam of England. And um so it, while he's there, he um while while Williams is there, he's also always looking for information on the occult and all of that, and he finds a copy of one of the the possibly the most well known book within Lovecraft's fiction, the Necronomicon. Um, says it's the Book of the Dead that captures the minds of so many, um, that read it. So. And um, Williams, but it's in, it's in Latin, and Williams asks uh, Northam to help uh, translate this the Latin to English. And Northam is terrified by this, and um, tells Williams that he should burn the book. And um, that's when when Northam is finally opens up about his past, and it says that his line goes back to. Roman times in in England, and um, so it's back when Rome was in control of the area. And but at this time, way back when, these Roman soldiers had found a a cult that was uh, lived in caves that they could not. The Roman soldiers could not um, uh, eliminate, basically could not win a battle against them. And these uh this this group of people that lived in this cave were said to have lived there for a long time before. And they were from an ancient place that had sunk into the sea. And um so the uh so it says generations after that, Northam still uh basically 
felt drawn to that area, which is also where his family built the, their castle. And um, the, um, the the story of this, this ancient group that was in this area is what led him to look into the paranormal uh, in this story. And, um, and so this uh, also, the story basically ends with, uh, with Northam uh, coming to this theory that possibly there are pla- uh, places in the world that are almost like portals. Again, going back to this aspect that we have here. Um, and these portals can be taken to some other place, uh, not even in this universe. And it says the story, the unfinished story, ends up uh, just ending there with uh, Northam wondering if that's really true or not. So, um, again, that's just a fragment, but it's still pretty neat to to read about that. And uh, that's amazing how that one book is used in so many of Lovecraft's stories and seems to influence things and characters um, throughout the whole, throughout Lovecraft's whole um, collection of stories he's written. So that's the first one. Um, let's see here. Let me see here. Look at the chat here. Um, portals, but yeah, there's Stargate is another um, name for them. I'm a Sweden. Um, and, uh, but yeah, just places that you can travel from wherever you're at to somewhere else. So, which does seem to be a common um, common idea in the real world as far as where to where do so many of these um where do things come from where do paranormal beings uh come from or go to and um there's the idea that maybe that's what they're doing is they use portals of some kind so so that's the first story and uh it's a fragment as i said uh let's see here this next one is called The Doom That Came to Sarnath. And um, this is a, a short story. Again, uh, this is the second of the shorter stories here. Um, and the story talks about um, a time over 10,000 years ago when... Um, at some place here on in on earth these um this this group of this group of shepherd people founded three cities and um doesn't really say i don't think and i don't remember where it says in in the planet but um i'm guessing either the uk or a lot of times if these stories are set in um in new england so that could be as well. Um, but uh, so, but when they when these people showed up to this area, um, they found a uh, another group of people already there uh, that were different. And um, let's see here, these uh, these people uh, they they came upon this other city. Uh, and um, there was this, the city that was already there. It was made of gray stone, um, and it was known as Ib, I B, which is 
quite the interesting name. And the 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 inhabitants of the people there or the city there apparently came from the moon. Um, they're said to be uh, green uh, colored, and uh, they basically look almost like strange creatures, uh, aquatic possibly creatures, and did not have any voices. And um, so, and of course, they worship this great water lizard deity. Um, but uh, let's see here. So the the statue was really well known and could be seen from a ways away. And um, but eventually, war broke out between the, the these shepherds and then this. Uh, these creatures, and um, the the shepherds took the this this statue of this water serpent, and they put it in the middle of um, Sarnath's main temple. That's the the main town in the story. And but the next night, the um, idol, the statue vanished, and um, the high priest of the shepherd people was found dead. But uh, before he had passed, he had uh, put uh, scratched a word onto this empty altar that was nearby, which was, of course, doom. Um, and, of course, the city went on uh, over a thousand years later. So this is still way back. Um, and uh, the... And this this next part of the story here, this is when more people, of course, have spread spread across the planet, and but several people from other villages, other cities, were invited to a feast to celebrate the destruction of this other this creatures city of creatures that had been destroyed by the shepherd people. But um, over excuse me, <clears throat> over that that night of this feast. These uh, strange lights appeared over the lake, include and then included also some strange mists, and um, and so the the water levels rose as well, and this really frightened everyone that was there, and so after this happened, some of the people that survived and were in the area reported seeing um, people. Not people. I'm sorry. These all well, these creatures, these whatever these beings were, if they were people of a different kind, that um, they were seen in the uh, the windows towers instead of the the um, they were seen in the in this Sarnath city's um, buildings and towers. So they were seen in in the buildings that were in this newer city instead of um, the people that were supposed to be there. And um, and so no one else uh, wanted to talk about this area or even return to it after that. So it appears that these creatures somehow came back, um, possibly in revenge for what happened to them in the beginning, the, the thousand years earlier. Um, and also, the uh, area became filled with 
um, many different water lizards, and of course the idol had also returned to the area. So, um, just a neat little story there. Again, going back to lights and mists being aspects of the paranormal in some cases. Um, orbs, and then of course mists. There have been strange things. Um, sightings of creatures and or just apparitions that have been said to come in and go or and come out of mist and go back in again as well in some cases so um neat story there and uh that's the second of the shorter ones here so now we get to the longer one and um this one was like four hours almost five hours long to listen to so um I'm going to try to summarize this. The good thing is the summary isn't super long. Oh, it's a little ways long. There's several paragraphs here. But um, this was an amazing story. And this was... Um, this is features a character from a couple of uh, Lovecraft's other dream-related stories. Uh, named Randolph Carter. Uh, and um, I'm just looking here. Apparently, he was uh, featured in another, in another story that I don't think I've encountered yet unless I've just read so many that I've totally forgotten. So, um, if you all want to go back and listen to all these episodes, <laughs> you can uh, let me know what you, if uh, I've mentioned Randolph, Car Randolph Carter or not in some of these um, other review shows. That's the only problem with there being so many stories in this book, is that I've lost track of all the stories that I have read, except for a couple that have stuck in my mind. Um, so, but the story starts off with um, Randolph, Randolph Carter, I'll just say Carter, uh, having dreams in, in, of this mystic, mystical um, shining city, but he's never able to get anywhere near it. And um, after the third time it appears in his dreams, he uh, prays to the gods of dream, basically it says here, to, um, to give him an idea of where it actually is and how to get there, but it still keeps on vanishing. And actually, after that point, he, he doesn't see it again in his dreams. So, Carter decides to go visit the these dream gods in person in his dreams in the city that is known as Kadath or Kadath, I'm not sure I'm not really on the pronunciation there which is the mountain uh, above where the uh, the dream gods live so in this um, when, whenever he's dreaming and really this whole thing it seems like it's referring to one long dream if I'm not mistaken. So in this one night when he does go to sleep and he starts to dream, he finds a priest in a temple that is on the edge of the dreamlands, which is apparently this place that uh, goes deeper into that whole world. And um, they, uh, they tell Carter that no one really knows the location of Kedeth. And tell him that it's very dangerous to try to find that city. And um, 
they suggest that the gods intentionally stopped him from seeing that city because of how dangerous it is. So, um, so Carter continues to go um, looking for the city, and he's already been well acquainted with with dreams and the dreamlands from just basically being a very active dreamer, which is amazing. An amazing thought that you could possibly enter some other realm enough times to where you get a feel for the area, wherever it is, um, and start to have ideas of how to proceed um, each time you do go to sleep. So, really, um, there's so much in this story here. And uh, we're already 20 minutes into the stream, which is amazing. That's basically a quest that Carter goes on through various parts of this uh, land. And including um, a, a guest appearance of Ulthar, which is the city where all the cats uh, had their revenge on an older couple that uh, was killing their kind. So that's one of my favorite stories. So that's how I remember that one. And um, so, but basically Carter goes on this huge adventure, this fantasy adventure, um, just navigating the different parts of the dreamlands and um, being captured and, and escaping by different forces, working with um, being saved at one point by cats who who are also um, present in the streamland, <clears throat> and um, so Carter uh, goes on this huge journey to uh, find this uh, this Kadath, the city, and eventually he's he's um, makes it. But he's captured once he gets there. And uh, by, let's see here. I always forget how to say his name. But um, let's see here. Got to find where it is. Again, Nyarthalep or something like that, I believe is Nyarlathotep. There it is. This is also another being that exists apparently in this in the stream world as well as in one of um, Lovecraft's other stories in the physical world. Turns out this creature has tricked Carter, and um, he's uh, he tries to send uh, Carter to this other basically terrible place at the center of the universe. Um, after kind of teasing Carter, saying that this golden city that he was seeing in his first dreams was actually just his memories of the his youth of basically the good times that he had the the places that he he liked to be the most um in New England and so these these this golden and shining city is basically just his memories of um uh good times in his life in the past and so then also, I gotta find the thing again. Nerlathotep uh, tricks um, Carter using that that kind of uh, um, information and 
this idea that he can still get there possibly, but through the real world, um, tries to dispose of Carter, and uh, but then Carter realizes that he's in a dream and wakes up, and um, so it's this, it's this huge uh, journey through a dream, through countless adventures and um, battles. Not so much that he he, he was fighting in himself, but he was w- witnessed. Um, and, uh, yeah, just an amazing, amazing story there. I, I, I was going to try to summarize every, every event, but it's such a long story and, um, a lot of st- starting and stopping. And as far as, um, just the, the action, it's a very good story. Uh, very, uh, interesting ending. And, uh, so yeah, I definitely recommend checking that out as well. So, uh, I have one more short story here to review, and, uh, then that'll be it. Um, let's see here. And this last one is called, (laughs) it's called The Evil Clergyman. Clergyman. Uh, it's apparently a... Um, just a really short story that, um, or idea, basically, that Lovecraft had for, um, a dream, actually, it was a dream that Lovecraft had that he then wrote down. And so here's what happened. This is a really short one. So the story starts in an attic inside an ancient house. And, um, there's this narrator who, of course, could be Lovecraft, since it wasn't based on a dream, but he's with someone, and, um, this other person in this house talks about the former owner of the location, and the, the way he, um, he passed, which was, um, he, he thought what must have been a violent end, and he told the narrator to stay after dark, I'm sorry, to not to stay after dark or touch anything, especially this small object on a table, which the, um, the narrator, or which, which the companion is afraid of for some reason. But, um, and then the, the, this stranger leaves the narrator alone in the attic. And, um, so this unknown man and or Lovecraft notices many books about uh, theology, basically just related to um, religion. And, but also a, um, there's one bookshelf that has books about uh, magic. So, um, so this narrator finds this, a uh, strange object in his pocket that it appears to be it has the shape of a flashlight but it um it uh doesn't quite act like one it uh it has a it gives off this off gives off this glow it's a violet glow it says and he tries to use it on the object on this table it doesn't really say what the object is for a good part of the story and um 
and this this light that comes from this this um, flashlight kind of thing uh, appears almost to be like grainy, like it's made of particles, which is odd. And the object on the table um, starts to make a crackling sound, like a um, sparking vacuum vacuum tube. It says. And it um, begins to glow this, uh, give off this white, or this pink light from it, giving it giving off this pink light, and then taking a, a shape of um, this white, also white something or other that appears in, this, in the middle of this object. And... Um, the world, the entire world, like the inside of this attic, starts to change around the narrator. And it appears that there's someone else in the room with them. And um, it's another man, said to be wearing uh, clerical uh, clothes, basically as a um, clergyman of, the, of a church. And um, the, the stranger starts... Um, taking the books on magic from the shelves and throwing them into this fireplace. And um, all these other men start to appear and, and in the room in similar clothing. And they appear to surround the, the, the first stranger that showed up. And they... they um, so this this clergyman, this one that's being surrounded, um, reaches for the object that's on the table, and the other, the men that that are surrounding him, um, back up, and um, so and then of course this is uh, they basically retreat, and this apparently insane or evil clergyman starts to put rope together again this is a horror story and the narrator is afraid that this um this clergyman is getting ready to try to um take his own life and the narrator tries to stop him and the only way he can apparently do that is to use this um strange flashlight shaped object not quite the original one, the object that was talked about in the story, which makes it confusing. But um, the he flashes this ob- this thing at the this this flashlight thing at this figure, and this evil clergyman um, is, is falls backwards, and uh, everything starts to um, to return to normal, and he doesn't see anybody else. He doesn't see this uh, clergyman in the in the stairwell, and um, two, he does see though. After shortly after that, three people approach the stairway, but two of them, when they see the narrator, they they run away, they flee, and um, the only person that's left along with the narrator is the, his original companion, who um, comes back up to to uh, talk to this narrator again. And um, this companion, they say, that's kind of the name they give him, says that the narrator should have left the object alone. And um, that uh, 
touch, touching this object somehow altered him. And it turns out, of course, typical horror story ending here. Um, the the companion leads the, leads the narrator to a mirror, and the narrator has taken on the appearance of this evil clergyman. And that's how the story uh, ends. So, um, and apparently it's, this story is uh, common enough throughout the years after that where it's other writers and other people refer to it after it was released. So, quite the odd story. It's um, an odd dream as well. But, uh, and of course, a typical horror story ending there with that. So, but um, makes you wonder what that original object was that was on the table. And um, what kind of, what it could have been if it was giving off this this pink and then possibly this white light. So, but it doesn't really go into that, so you don't really know. And of course, this is based on a dream that Lovecraft had, so it's hard to say. But um, that's all I have for today, and uh, I will probably do another one of these in a week, in a probably a couple of weeks, week or two. We'll see. And because um, I'm getting closer to being done with this, or we may switch to another King book, another Stephen King book as well. I do like alternating between uh, Lovecraft and then the uh, other books that I've read that I can talk about. So, um, thank you all for being here and listening, especially as I kind of, these, I always feel like I kind of ramble or struggle with these, uh, these reviews. <laughs> so, um, but again, thank you all um, for listening, whether you are here on the, uh, the live stream or you listen to the YouTube or podcast feeds. And um, I will talk to you all tomorrow night, probably, and or very soon, one of these nights soon, on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.